What is up, my friend? Welcome to episode number 104 of the Anthony Chunnings podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about why your art matters. So if you've ever been at a place where you're like, man, what is the point of me shipping this message? Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Anthony John Amex podcast, helping entrepreneurs break through to new levels of peace, power, and profit. Prepare to open your mind to the proven tactics and strategies the world's leading intellects have used to avoid a stagnant career and achieve a life of freedom, purpose, and success. It's time to increase your levels of power with your host, Anthony John Amex. All right, welcome back. Now, before we hop into today's topic, uh, we're going to be diving deep. Before we get there, I want you guys to head on over to trainingwithaj.com. If you want a training that will rock your world and help you completely understand the three steps to really like rewiring you as a human being so you can really level up to the next level, make sure you head over to trainingwithaj.com. There's no opt-in. There's no registration. Like you just go to trainingwithaj.com and boom, you're going to have access to that training. So with that being said, let's talk about today's topic, why your art matters. Uh, you may not know this, but I've been writing a new book. It's called Unstoppable Beacon, How to Maintain Your Center in a Chaotic World, um, Embody Higher Potential, and Really like Unlock like Freedom in Life and Business. And man, it has been a journey to write a book. If you've been listening to this podcast, um, you'll know, because I've, I've said this blatantly, that one of my defaults, like one of my default ways of being, a deeper way of being for me was I'm not... Uh, enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not enough. And I remember that like at a very young age, I remember walking up uh, to the roof uh, of our house. My dad was laying some shingles on the house. And I remember walking over to him and I don't remember how old I was, eight, nine, 10 years old, walking over to him and asking him, asking my dad, like, yo, can I help you? And he made a dad joke, which was, uh, do you know where I can get any? And I remember as an eight, nine, 10 year old boy, I was a sensitive guy. I was a sensitive boy. And I remember at that time, like the feelings that washed over me were um, like, well, I guess I don't matter. I guess, I guess I'm not enough. All right. Like if I was enough, then you would, you know, you would be like, yeah, let me help you. And so I remember like there was a part of me that was like, I will make sure that I'm enough. And I set out to prove I was good enough. And I set out to approve through academics, through sports. Uh, and that was like a way of being for me was proving to the world that I'm not enough because if it was true that I'm not enough I didn't think I could accept myself well as I've like learned how to heal from that one as I was writing this book and I was working through some different work with parenting coach and stuff um, with my daughter there was like a new like way of being below that that had surfaced which was nothing I do matters and it was like at the, the surface level, I guess, if you want to call it, the surface level of the shadow of I'm not enough, there was a lot of anger, like for me. There was this like, I will prove to the world that I am enough. And I've achieved a bunch of stuff from like record deals to radio play to, you know, teaching a creative live, um, you know, me coaching and being known, recognized by HubSpot as one of the top 10 business coaches in the world. Like I've accomplished a bunch of things. But when I'm really honest with myself, I accomplished a lot of things in response to proving that I wasn't enough. And there was a payoff, which I accomplished a bunch of things. And there was a cost with that, which was a never-ending like internal feeling of pressure, internal pressure. 
And so as I let that pressure hit me, boom, let me be with the I'm not enough. I've gotten to a place where I have nothing to prove, nothing to defend. Not to the president of America, not to a prime minister of a country, not to my father, not to my mother, not to my wife, not to my daughter. Like absolutely nothing to prove, nothing to defend to any human being. And there's a lot of freedom in that, a lot of freedom in that. And as I've come aware of this underlying root of that, I've realized there's been a lot of sadness in my life. It was like the anger of I'm not enough was covering up the sadness of the root, which was I don't matter. And I've sat with this. I've been with it. I've grieved over it. The part of me as a young child, I was doing fire breathing, which is some breath work that we teach our students. Like I don't just tell my students to do stuff that I don't do. Like I try to like embody the work I tell them to do. I play on my own edges as much as I tell them to play on their own edges. And so I was with the part of me that I became aware of, which was like, I'm weak. I don't want to be a victim. So I took, I am weak into fire breathing and in fire breathing the breath took me to i don't know how old i was two three years old maybe even younger i was a baby i guess and i remember laying there and crying and crying crying and it seemed like nothing i would do mattered my mom wasn't emotionally available my dad wasn't emotionally available at least that's my story based upon what i experienced in fire breathing and there i was adopting a way of being, which was nothing I do matters. Here I am crying and you're not coming. So nothing I do matters. It was the feelings that washed over me. And as I matured, there were thoughts that anchored in nothing I do matters. And then there were behaviors that anchored in nothing I do matters. And it started taking form to I'm not enough. And then I set out to prove that I would be enough. And then here I am writing this book unstoppable beacon how to maintain your center in a chaotic world embody your higher potential and unlock freedom at life and business so many entrepreneurs myself included feel a sense of inescapable pressure and oftentimes we're looking outside of us to relieve us from that pressure when the only way I found to relieve ourselves of the pressure is to acknowledge the pressure and be with the pressure and get curious about what is the root of that pressure. And in my case, it was nothing I do matters. And I've learned that up until this point in my life, I have set out to prove to the world that I will matter. And it's created a lot of frustration in my life because I haven't trusted my art. See, when I carried around a deep level, a belief system, if you will, a way of being that nothing I do matters, then I've looked to the science of NLP. I've looked to the science of direct response marketing to ensure that my art will matter. But in the process of that, I have sold the soul of my art to the science of persuasion. And in doing so, I have been fighting against the law 
of being at another level. You see, the law of being states that the world will give us exactly that which we are at our core, our core consisting of the thoughts and the feelings that we hold on to predominantly. And here I am trying to write a book from a core place now that I'm aware of it. A core feeling, if you will, that I don't matter. That nothing I do matters. And as a result, I have then been in resistance to that truth to then ensure that I will do everything in my power to ensure that it matters by mastering the art form and the science of marketing. And in that pressure, I have felt a lot of resistance. And so as I've become aware of this, I grieved and fire breathing. I grieved and I grieved and I grieved and I grieved and I cried and I cried this part of me who felt like it didn't matter. To only emerge on the other side to know that everything I do matters and that God is flowing through me. Now this isn't about me. This is why art matters. Said this on the podcast that there's four phases of life. I first learned this from Christopher John Stubbs. The phase one is like life as me, God as me. Child comes in this world, it's just like boom, consciousness. The brain starts developing. Humans move into phase two. Life happens to me. Most people never graduate out of life happens to me, phase two. It's the wife's fault, it's the husband's fault, it's the government's fault, it's politics' fault, it's the system's fault, it's religion's fault, everybody's fault except ours. If you're listening to this podcast, you've probably graduated into the third phase of life, which is life happens by me, where you take radical responsibility for your every thought, your every feeling, your every deed, and you're like, the buck stops with me. And in phase three, life becomes really, really darn good really good and at the same time it can become really heavy heavy when you're like my results or lack thereof are on me and my invitation to you is to understand that there's a fourth phase of life which is life happens through me life happens through me and the only way to dance between phase three and phase four is to stop being in resistance to the pressure and also not to indulge the pressure, but to just be with the pressure. And in my case, to be with nothing I do matters, which was a lot of sadness. And in the being with it, it unlocks my ability to be at cause and actually leverage the full totality of the law of being to be in a place of core power. Whereas I'm writing this book, Unstoppable Beacon, I'm not writing it from a place resisting that way of being, which is I don't matter because I know that I do matter. And I also am highly aware that it's true. There is some truth in nothing I do matters. There is some truth, potentially three lifetimes from now, nobody will ever remember me. There's some truth in that. 
there is some truth in being able to stand in the paradox of knowing nothing I do matters and everything I do matters and coming back to a simple question, which is what is it I choose? What is it I choose? There's no why. It's simply a choosing. What is it I choose? And from that place of choosing, it's impure fucking power. No force. Pure power. And in that power, I can leverage the law of being to truly create at a whole new level of nothing to prove or nothing to defend. Now, does this mean that I take science? I take laws of persuasion and NLP and direct response marketing and everything I've learned up to this point, which has had sold millions of dollars of things for myself and clients, and just throw it out the window? No. Does that mean I'm like, oh, just let me be an expression and just create, create, create because it matters? Look at it. Doesn't follow any laws of composition. It's just art. It's like pure interpretation. I like it, so therefore it is. No. I can stand in the paradox of the art and the science, but my friend, I'm here to tell you, your art matters. The art that wants to come through you wants to come through you for a reason. And my encouragement to you today is to not sell the soul of your art out to science. And also not to indulge the science, not resist the science to be at cause to leverage the science, but creating your art from a place of knowing, pure, inarguable knowing that your art matters. Because if you can create art from a place of knowing that your art matters, you can go ahead and have joy in your creation. See, for a long time now, I'm being honest with you, there hasn't been a whole lot of joy in my creation. There's been some joy. I mean, there has been joy. But it's not been like the full-on just like moment by moment by moment by moment joy because the way of being in which I was creating from was let me prove to you that I will matter. Let me control that I will matter. And in the surrendering of this, in the being with this part of me, in the grieving of it, I'm realizing I can fully on like accept that nothing I do matters. And I can also accept knowing that of course everything I do matters. And in that, there's a new layer of freedom that has been birthed, a new layer of inspiration, a new layer of nothing to prove, nothing to defend, it's a very freeing place to be. So my friend, my invitation to you today is this. Where in your life are you not allowing your art to flow through you? Now, this isn't about you being an artist, like a musician or a painter or a photographer. It's not about that. I believe everybody's a creative person. 
Everybody's creating their masterpiece of their life moment by moment by moment. Even if they're afraid to do so, they're still creating their masterpiece moment by moment by moment. But my invitation to you is like, what would you do? How would you do things differently if you allowed your message to truly unapologetically flow through you? What things, what posts would you post to social media? What types of podcasts or YouTube videos would you be creating? What type of emails would you be sending if you allowed your art, whatever it is that you want to create to flow through you? where you're not resisting any part of you, you're not indulging any part of you, you're just allowing yourself to be purely at cause, standing in the paradox, accessing pure potential power. What may happen for you if you created from that place? My friend, I don't know who needs to hear this today. Your art matters. And when you can become aware of that deeper way of being and be with it, (laughs) it's like Stephen Covey said, when you change the root, you can change the fruit. When you can follow these ways of being, these limited filters that we've created, when you can start following them, following them layer by layer to the root, I'm here to tell you, you're going to access pure potential power and experience way more freedom in every single aspect of your life. And not only that, be able to create a quantum leap in the results that you create inside your life and in your business. So my friend, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for being here. I know this is kind of a deep episode, but I hope it served you in some way. If it did, I'd love to hear about it. Simply take a screenshot of you listening to this episode on your device and post it over to your Instagram stories and tag me at AJ Amix. Thank you so much for being here. Till next time, I'm out. Peace. That's all for this episode of the Anthony John Amix podcast. But we have plenty more to help you achieve a life of freedom, purpose, and success. Head on over to AJAmix.com for exclusive resources, information, and tools to break through to new levels of peace, power, and profit. We look forward to having you back for the next episode of the Anthony John Amix podcast. Bye for now.